0: With that, let's begin today's reading here in the New Testament. December 13th. Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Then as I, John, looked, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and the same voice I had heard before spoke to me with the sound of a mighty trumpet blast. The voice said, "Come up here, and I will show you what must happen after these things? And instantly I was in the Spirit, and I saw a throne in heaven and someone sitting on it. The one sitting on the throne was as brilliant as gemstones, jasper, and carnelian, and the glow of an emerald circled his throne like a rainbow. Twenty-four thrones surrounded him, and twenty-four elders sat on them. They were all clothed in white. AND HAD GOLD CROWNS ON THEIR HEADS, AND FROM THE THRONE CAME FLASHES OF LIGHTNING AND THE RUMBLE OF THUNDER, AND IN FRONT OF THE THRONE WERE SEVEN LAMPSTANDS WITH BURNING FLAMES, THEY ARE THE SEVEN SPIRITS OF GOD, IN FRONT OF THE THRONE WAS A SHINY SEA OF GLASS, SPARKLING LIKE CRYSTAL, IN THE CENTER, AND AROUND THE THRONE, WERE FOUR LIVING BEINGS, EACH COVERED WITH EYES, FRONT AND BACK. The first of these living beings had the form of a lion, the second looked like an ox, the third had a human face, and the fourth had the form of an eagle, with wings spread out as though in flight. Each of these living beings had six wings, and their wings were covered with eyes inside and out. Day after day and night after night, they keep on saying. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. Whenever the living beings give glory and honor and thanks to the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall down and worship the one who lives forever and ever. And they lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created everything, and it is for your pleasure that they exist and were created. Psalm 132.
1: What is repentance? It means change the mind. Well, that sounds superficial. Well, if you use your mind, it won't sound superficial. You're all sitting here very calmly right now. Your pulse is not racing. Why? Because you don't believe this auditorium's on fire. And it's not. But if you thought, if your mind changed, if your mind changed and you thought this auditorium was on fire, what would happen? Everything. Absolutely, everything about you would change. Would your emotions change? Absolutely, your emotions would change. Would your will change? Your will would change. Would your actual actions change? Yes, they would change. You would no longer sit there calmly. You would jump up and run through the door, run over people, jump out a window. But you would get out of here. You see, the mind is the very control center of everything you are, your will, your emotions, your actions. For the mind to truly change about something makes everything change. Greatest example of repentance I know in the Bible, the Apostle Paul, Saul of Tarsus, in his mind, he believed that Jesus Christ was the greatest false prophet that ever walked the planet in his mind, he believed that the Christians were enemies of the people of God and enemies of God and should either be imprisoned or killed. That's what he thought with his mind. And that's the way he acted. He went to hunt them down. He stood there at the stoning of Stephen and agreed with it. Because he thought in his mind that Jesus was a false prophet and that Christians were the enemies of God. On the road to Damascus, what happened to Paul? His mind changed. It was cataclysmic, wasn't it? I mean, it was unbelievable. Standing before him is the resurrected Jesus Christ, the one he had been persecuting, blaspheming, hating him. He realizes Paul, the apostle, realizes that he is wrong about everything. The very fabric of reality tore apart that moment for the apostle Paul. He was wrong about everything. In his mind. Everything he thought was important, he was wrong. Only to find out he's the Messiah and the son of the living God. He goes to Damascus, believing in Jesus Christ, proclaiming Jesus Christ and giving his life for the people of God. He repented your emotions, your actions, your will, everything will change just like Paul. Now, let's put this in modern day. A young guy's hockey player He's lived all his life, lifting weights, everything else. Hockey, hockey, hockey. It's an idol. It's an idol. It's everything. It's everything. He's now 18, man, he's college. He's just doing it. Everything looks like the pros are his. He lives, eats, drinks and sleeps hockey. It's everything to him. Then one day, as he's getting ready to go into the auditorium. Hockey ring There's a silly little teenage preacher handing out tracks at the door and before he's chased away he's able to give that rising star a track the kid puts it in his back at night he's a little bored he's sitting at home he's sore he pulls the track out and just begins to read it out of curiosity the spirit of God begins to move what happens? He realizes he's wrong about everything. Everything he thought was important is rot. And what happens? He changed his mind and everything else changes. doesn't necessarily mean he stops playing hockey, although it may mean he stops playing hockey. Now he's under new direction. There's a new Lord. There's a real reason to be. Young girl, she's 15. She's beautiful. She knows that everybody does. I mean, she is gorgeous. She stands in front of the mirror every day. She's looking at the mirror, thinking about clothes, reading magazines, thinking about boys and prom and school. And one day, she sees a girl sitting in the cafeteria that's kind of the ugly duckling of the class. She seems to be reading something. She walks over to make fun of her, but all of a sudden, she sees it—a Bible—and she sits down and she says, "Just, what are you doing?" And the girl humbly and meekly tells her the gospel story. She's really troubled. She tries to laugh it off. She's with her friends that night. She's pretty miserable, goes home, looks in the mirror and vanity and rot. Everything in her mind changes. She begins to live for Jesus Christ. Businessman, he's lived all his life, man, he everybody in town knows him. He's got the best cars. His families go to the best schools. They got the biggest house. They got everything. They own the businesses. They're respected. They're feared. One day, he picks a track up off the desk of one of his employees about to get angry about that fanaticism that seems to be spreading in his business. But he decides to take a look at it just to get some information so that he can deal with the employee. And he realizes that he is the biggest fool who ever lived, that he has sold his own soul for a few pennies. He realizes he's wrong about everything and everything changes, that's repentance. But it's not just realizing you're wrong throwing yourself upon Christ.